10 of Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Mike Spaulding and Vince Vetrano here with you until 6 o'clock. Everybody else who works here is off today. That's not accurate. But Sandy did, Max was here. I did, yes, yeah, Sandy was here. I did get on the Old National Bank Talk and Text line, which is, uh, if you'd like to say hello, 855-616-1620. Vinny in the Afternoon Broadcast. What did I miss? What you missed was just a simple mashup. Mike actually does the schedules. Maybe I should let you defend this decision. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, you know, John has a if bunch If you don't of like days. it, complain to Mike. He Pragmatic. can see the text line, too. Yeah, sure. No, we're just giving people some different reps and some different shows. A, a lot of people head off. It's just a, a nature of how things came together with the schedules. Obviously, Scafidi and Mercure both have, they have dueling uh, trips that they are on right now with a lot of our WTMJ fans. And I'm grateful for that. We all support them in that. So it just, but then when somebody else has another thing, off yeah. here or there, then it blows everything up. Another thing, and then someone else has a different thing, right. and it's yeah, it's a it's a lot. Yada yada yada. I'm doing the afternoon, and show. Vince is here now, and will and will be back. I will note uh, for Wisconsin's morning news. Tomorrow. I will say you didn't protest not having to get here at five a.m. Although I heard you on the air this morning at seven thirty well, so, or something like that. What had happened was on top of all of that. So Eric, who's my co-host in the morning, if you if you listen to us at that hour. Eric uh, has type 1 diabetes. He's very active with JDRF, the juvenile diabetes, and uh, they have a big fundraiser today, big golf outing, and he committed to doing that after having already committed to you Mm -hmm. to swapping around and doing the afternoon show, which he realized later like a week ago and was like, oh, um, yeah. And because I'm a benevolent leader, (laughs) I said, well, you still want to go do that. Yeah, absolutely. He did. So, again, uh, not to be corny on you, but we work pretty well here together. All of us who are on the air and behind the scenes and happy to support everybody in the important things that they have going, which is why I am here in the afternoon, as is Mike. You're back not doing on, WTMJ nights tonight, are you? Back to, as far as I know, I don't know, you tell me. Again, you make <laughs> You're the You're on schedule. the Brewers call to you and Lane. Five Americans held hostage in Iran for years are at this moment on a U.S. government plane. They are headed back to the United States. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke with them by phone earlier today upon their release. It's easy in the work that we do every day sometimes to get uh, lost in the abstractions of foreign policy and uh, relations with other countries and forgetting the human element that's at the heart of everything we do. Again, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken there. The Americans freed in a controversial agreement between the Biden administration and the Iranians. We get our five people home. They get clemency for five Iranians who've been accused of crimes in the U.S. and $6 billion in previously frozen assets now unfrozen. ABC News correspondent Andy Field is live on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this evening from Washington. Andy, I know, I know since you're on the big story, super busy today, we sure appreciate a little of your time here in Milwaukee. Sure. Yeah, just not to correct you, but just to clarify, uh, the U.S. did not give clemency to five Iranians. Uh, two of them had served nearly all of their terms. Uh, two of them uh, hadn't even gone to trial, so they weren't convicted of anything. Uh, so uh, I'm not sure what happened with the other one, but uh, uh, two are going to go back to Iran. One's going to another country, and two are going to stay here in the United States. The U.S. says they are not a threat. Uh, to any U.S. security at this point. These are the people who are staying here. Uh, But what's interesting here is that the U.S. State Department says that all of the Iranians being released are, quote, small potatoes. There were some big fish the Iranians wanted out of the American judicial system, and they are not getting anyone they really care about. So that is the the statement from uh, 
the the State Department on that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, those folks are in on uh, flight back to the United States. We're told they're supposed to arrive sometime this evening. And the other controversial part of this, uh, which some Republicans are saying was basically paying a ransom for these folks, uh, was freeing or unfreezing money that was actually Iran's own money. This was money that they had uh, received for selling oil overseas, uh, went into an account in South Korea. Uh, this all, by the way, happened uh, during the Trump administration. That money was frozen and put into those accounts. Uh, and the Biden administration is now unfreezing some of those assets or work to unfreeze them. The money is going to be sent to gutter in the Middle East. And if Iran wants to use it, again, this is all according to the State Department, uh, they have to go to these middlemen in Qatar to say, we want to use this money, and then Qatar says, what are you going to use it for? Uh, and if it's not for humanitarian purposes, for medical supplies, for food, shelter, uh, Iran's not going to get its hands on it. And then Qatar will then buy that stuff and send it to Iran. Uh, the U.S. thinks this is about the best deal they could get to get five Americans back in the United States. So, Andy, is there any sense of, well, I'm sure the Biden administration and the State Department is very bullish on the fact that these restrictions put in place will put their uh, put whatever necessary precautions on this money that need to be put on there. But I guess just what's the vibe like in Washington right now as far as confidence in that the middlemen and cutter essentially are going to live up to their end of the bargain? And who's to say whatever a, a humanitarian purpose is right it just seems like there's a lot of well kind of yeah, that is that is the fly in the ointment and we don't know the answer to that question we'll see how this works out but again the important thing to remember is this is money that was iran so in 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 uh, reality it is the bargaining chip that the united states used to get the bargaining chips we wanted back which were people wrongfully held in iran Talking with ABC's Andy Field on the five U.S. hostages released from Iran on their way back to the U.S. Andy, so I mean, no one is unhappy that these American innocents are on their way home. But you did mention Republicans howling over how the deal went down, the cost to acquire their freedom, and the message it may send to our adversaries. One of the concerns they cite is if we're willing to to wheel and deal for the release of hostages, no matter the circumstances, it creates an unsafe environment for Americans abroad everywhere as what's to dissuade now uh, countries who are not favorable to us from plucking people off the street and creating another hostage situation. You know, it's interesting. I, I spoke with a Washington Post reporter who was held hostage in Iran for quite some time years ago, and I asked him that very question, and his answer was, the United States has always bargained for hostages. This is nothing new. It, it goes back to Ronald Reagan uh, with the arms for hostages uh, deal that he made with Oliver North back then that created all kinds of congressional hearings back then. Uh, Barack Obama uh, similarly unfroze assets to get the Iranian nuclear deal, which then later on President Trump uh, pulled out of. Uh, there have been multiple instances where this type of thing has happened and that it is basically uh, a fallacy to say that it doesn't happen in the United States, nor uh, that it is not a dangerous thing for Americans to go to Iran or to the Soviet Union. And this Washington Post reporter, who himself had been held hostage for, many, uh, for quite some time, I think it was more than a year, maybe two years, uh, he said, look, he goes, this is the price we have to pay and we have to understand that it is a risk to go over there and that something like this could happen.
ABC's Andy Field live with us from Washington. Appreciate it, Andy. Thank you. Thanks, guys.